Hey, Mike. My name is uh, Star Hornsby. I'm the senior pastor at Fellowship Church in Zachary. Our church has been here for 18 years. We started in 2004, and uh, we've had a great experience here uh, planning and starting a brand new church in this wonderful city of Zachary. We love Zachary, and we know that, uh, that God placed us here. Little did I know that one day we would be opening up a, a school. But God has led us in that direction, and we're very excited about that. So we're, we're looking forward to what happens next. And I am Jill Gaspar, the principal of Fellowship Christian Academy. I'm the wife to Travis, a mom to seven active kiddos, and I'm passionate about all things education. I'm an active member of uh, the thriving com- uh, Christian family at Fellowship Church here in Zachary. Keep listening for more excellent living and engaging stories. Hey, my Zachary people, if you have kids, you might notice that every child is unique. In fact, mine kind of came out like gremlins if you're a millennial or Gen Zer. That was a Spielberg movie from the 80s. When it comes to your child's education, there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all. We've got Jill Gaspard in the booth with her, with us and Pastor Star Hornsby. Jill is the principal of the newly minted Fellowship Christian Academy, and she's going to talk mission, vision, class size, and more. You'll definitely want to stay tuned in for an interesting episode, sure to impact many students in the Zachary area for years to come. If you missed the breaking news story last week, you can also check that out on our website or on our many social media platforms. I'm Mike Gennaro, local commercial realtor and host of this podcast. We bring you the best of Zachary and the Development North region through candid conversations every Monday from our headquarters right here on High Street. And who are you? I am Jill Gaspard, principal of Fellowship Christian Academy. I'm Star Hornsby. I'm the senior pastor of Fellowship Church. Awesome. Awesome. This is Porchin Parish, the podcast. First, our lightning round. Let's go. All right, guys. So what is your favorite mug to drink out of in the morning? We're going to start with the easy questions. Yeah. So first of all, um, I'm quite particular about my mug choices. They have to hold just the right amount of coffee to balance out with my measured teaspoon of sugar and splash of cream. But there's this one coffee mug that my husband brought home recently, and it's perfect. (laughs) Not only does it hold just the right proportions, but it also looks super cool. It's not metal, and it has a lid. I can only guess. I, is it, it is it the uh, Porch and Parish? It happens to have a Porch and Parish logo mug? on it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So before <laughs> I leave here today, I need to get another one so I can replace the one I stole from my husband. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. And I recently got to know your amazing husband, Travis, through just the wide world of real estate. So that's very cool. How about you, Pastor? Well, that's a very interesting question because I'm very particular when it comes to what I what mug I use. And, you know, I grew up loving to watch uh, old Westerns. And my favorite uh, Western actor is John Wayne. And I have a mug with John Wayne on it that I bought in Natchez, Mississippi. And I drink, I use that all the time. And it is, uh, that's cool. It's my go-to mug. Yeah. If you drink uh, like your coffee with, with sweet cream in it though, he'd be not proud of you. He he wouldn't like it, especially (laughs) What I do drink. I'm not going to tell you what that is because I would have to turn my man guard in. <laughs> <laughs> Tea? No. <laughs> what? 
Well, what? I'll go ahead and tell you. <laughs> What's a girl? Ca- Cafe Francais. Okay. <laughs> All right. International coffee. Got it. <laughs> It is very, very good. So, guys, I recommend I you guess go and White get... Claw or something next, but <laughs> it depends right. on the day. Yeah. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> all right, um, all right. I want to hear about your favorite teachers growing up. Yeah, so I'm 41 now, so yeah. that's quite a throwback. But oddly enough, my aunt was my kindergarten teacher, Sue Lemoyne. Mm-hmm. She happens to be a member of our community now. We both grew up in Avoyles, and I went to kindergarten in the big metropolis of Simsport. But she was my kindergarten teacher. We've both since migrated here for education, actually. But I can remember so much from her classroom. I remember nap time because I never actually napped. And she (laughs) let me get away with that. Uh, I remember her teaching me to tie my shoes. And I remember seeing the first snow ever outside of her classroom window. And she took us all outside and let us play in the snow. And... um, there's just that inherent sense of joy and happiness that I felt in that classroom. Love I think that. that's what impact kids. Yeah, love that. Yeah. How about you, Pastor? You know, that's very interesting because uh, like Jill, myself, it was in kindergarten. And it's amazing when you leave mm-hmm. your house for the first time as a little child, what happens next is very, you know, it marks your brain a little bit. And yeah. uh, I remember my, my uh, kindergarten teacher, she, uh, blonde hair, she mm-hmm. looked like my mother. You know, so, and just having... And your, your mom is Marianne Hornsby? Marianne Hornsby. Yeah, we have one of her beautiful paintings, paintings here. Yeah, she's yeah. an artist. Yeah. Yep, yep. and um, so that was a great experience. Yeah. Now, I can give you several teachers I did not like, obviously, but <laughs> kindergarten, and then, um, you know, then in high school, there were some great teachers there that really uh, challenged us to yeah. to go beyond our what we thought we would, our level of expectation, they, they would bring it out in us, so... Yeah. Oh man, this is kind of uh, striking a nerve with me. I have this, uh, I have so many amazing teachers. When you said the one you don't like it, it's funny how those just start like uh, flashing <laughs> but, in your mind. But exactly, I did have kind of a funny uh, little story about a teacher that it, it was one of my high school English teachers. I think the only one that really didn't appreciate my my uh, my stuff, right? My skills, but I would attach a picture to every single essay that I wrote from my home computer just to describe kind of graphically what I was doing and he was like don't ever do that and so here we are with this magazine one day and it's just like ah that's refreshing I think (laughs) that's funny he would understand (laughs) all right uh y'all go ahead and shout out to any of your family and pets all right well I got a bunch of family uh we have seven kiddos Travis and I um raging from 18 to all the way down to six. That six-year-old boy, he's a Did handful. you say raging? Rain, <laughs> both, both raging and ranging. <laughs> and then we've got Duke, our little Catahoula outside, yeah. who eats all the plants. But I still love him. That's difficult, especially if you're trying hard. <laughs> I tried hard balance. once. Then yeah. <laughs> I never bought plants again. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I'm married for... We'll be going on 30 years of marriage coming up this uh, May to my wonderful wife, uh, Christy. And her and I have uh, four kids. I have a 28-year-old, a 26-year-old, a 23-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Nice. We could, so hang, I look, we I, could hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I have a little, a little gap there. And, yeah. uh, no animals right now. Had several growing up. But, yeah, that's my family right there. Love them. Great, great group. Nice. I understand. Animals are great. My wife swore dogs off after this one. <laughs> She's like, no more. Oh, we'll see. I'll surprise her with the puppy. 
keep listening. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Are you looking for another option for your children's education? Fellowship Christian Academy could be the answer you've been looking for. Our mission is to provide a learning environment where students develop their God-given talents and gifts, where they cultivate a strong character and a deep sense of purpose and become lifelong learners. We aim to challenge our students to reach their full potential, both academically and spiritually, and equip them with the skills, knowledge, and character that they need to be thriving members of society. I'm Jill Gaspard, Principal of FCA, and we are enrolling for the fall of 2023. You can reach us at jill at fellowshipchurchzachary.com. Let's start with the hard questions now. I want you guys to describe for us where the physical campus will be located. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're going to, uh, at our church, uh, 1555 East Mount Pleasant Road, right across the street from the Zachary Youth Park. And, you know, we have space within our facility there that we will utilize for the school. And it's in immaculate condition. It's ready to go. So we're going to start right there. Cool. So you did the build out already? It's a well, with the church, you know, you have classrooms in yeah. it for nursery. So we had the yeah. rooms there and we will retrofit the rooms for for the education side of it as well. All right. Awesome. All right. Let's talk mission at FCA. Can I call it FCA? Sure. Sounds kind of cool. That's what we've yeah. been calling it. So right. yeah, for That's sure. It. All right. I'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we have three kind of uh, values that we are really focused on. Those would be truth, integrity, and excellence. And, uh, you know, we believe that all truth is rooted in God's word, and we seek to integrate that into uh, all the aspects of the academics that we do at our school. And we aim to promote integrity in all of our relationships, both uh, with students and staff and families included. And above all, um, what stands out most to me is that we are committed to excellence in everything that we plan to do here at the school. We recognize that the pursuit of excellence reflects our commitment to God's calling in our lives. So we want to equip students with skills and knowledge and the character that they need to make a positive impact on the world. Love it. You got to excuse me. I am a philosophy major here. So what, what is excellence? Well, uh, I like what to is say that something ideal? about that because yeah. everybody has their mindset on what yeah. is excellent to them. Okay. So you got to have a standard somewhere. So where, yeah. where do you find the standard? So what we have done is, one, you know, you, you look at who has gone before you or you look at other models that are out there. Mm -hmm. And so we have looked at other models that we deem excellent and, and utilizing some of what the things that they have done. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's what we think when we think excellent, it's, you know, again, everybody has their definition of what that looks like. So hopefully we'll set it high, set the bar pretty high. So Jill, you Beautiful. can say something to that as well. Love that. Yeah. So oh, yeah, tie it in the curriculum maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the curriculum, uh, you know, being in um, the homeschool environment, 
Well, I'll give you some background. I've been a teacher uh, for the past 20 years in private school settings uh, in here in Zachary Public Schools, um, and I've taught in a lot of different learning communities, and I've been exposed to so many different types of learning models. Yeah. But particularly as a homeschool mom, I was tasked with uh, really sifting through everything that's out there to choose what's best for my own children. And there is an overwhelming abundance of that. So what we've <laughs> chosen is uh, very reflective of those values of excellence and truth and integrity. Um, and I've had a team of people working with me on that and really yeah. sifting through things and digging through everything. Uh, so we've chosen a combination of materials that suit our vision and our mission well. Yeah, awesome. Love it. Okay, what grades are you seeking to enroll right now? And uh, do y'all have a criteria that students must meet to be a part of the school? Yeah, absolutely. So we've opened up grade levels K through nine, honestly, because that's what I needed for my children. (laughs) So that's kind of where we started. Those are open. Uh, We may or may not fill all of those grades, uh, but they're available for enrollment. And as we get closer to the end of this current school year and move into summer, We'll see what grade levels are filling up, and we'll hire teachers as needed. Yeah. I'm guessing you had the ninth grader. I have a ninth grader, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you usually see K through eight. Isn't that so. funny? Yeah, I was like, well, I need ninth grade, so we're going we're gonna to go to ninth. <laughs> why not? I mean, why not? I love it. Yeah, get out of the box there. Yep. All right, so describe the average day at FCA. Sure. Um, I mean, look, this is going to be so different from kindergarten through ninth grade, but um, in general, you, you take one. And well, let me start yeah. it. Let yeah. me do it at the very beginning. So okay. I, I envision something like this. You know, uh, parents drop off their students in the front of the church. They walk through the, the front doors into our foyer, and we bring them into our, our auditorium. And we have a morning assembly where, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just a, uh, you know, cheer the kids on and just maybe a verse of the day or That's nice. maybe a, a Bible yeah. verse or you know or a song or something like that. And then, yeah. you know, we we get them get them motivated, and then we send them to the teachers, and they they go from there. And Jill, as far as the teaching side of it, I mean, they've got it yeah. nailed down. So yeah, Jill, gotcha. Yeah. Um, you know, a big part of my vision was of, with this school was imagining what it might look like as um, a visitor walks down the hall. Mm-hmm. And so I did, I put a lot of that down on paper. What are some things that you would see if you were to just peek through the windows of our classrooms? And I can share a little bit of that if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit. No. Yeah, sure. So students are actively engaged in learning through discussions and experiences. There's flexibility for students to learn at their own pace. They're not rushed by curriculum or test dates, not slaves to the curriculum. Uh, Learning materials are authentic and original and meaningful. Students are supporting each other and encouraging each other. Teachers are respected and loved by their students because they are respectable and talented in their field. Um, I could keep going. You want me to keep going? (laughs) Um. But, uh, you know, one thing that I wanted to touch on as, as well is um, the classical learning model is growing in popularity. And I've seen a lot of really uh, well-spoken, well-versed young people come out of that is how I've educated my own children. And while we won't be a classical school in the strictest meaning of the term, there will be an influence of that where we really – uh, seek to educate the whole child and make them prepared to uh, to fit well into society and impact the world around them. Yeah. Okay, so when you talk about 
classical education is that? Um, or help me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what are the components? Yeah, so yeah. classical learning, um, it really is a model that starts with children at a very young age learning um, a lot of memorization is a word that has a a bad connotation but you know you think about multiplication facts and Mm -hmm. um, math laws and scientific you know the laws of thermodynamics and all these things that students would kind of memorize at a younger age and then as they grow older they start to write about these things and talk about these things until eventually when they're seniors in high school they're having full-on debates and um just really that knowledge is so firmly rooted in them all the way back to kindergarten that it's easy for them to speak about these big topics. Yeah, cool. Um, what about extracurriculars like uh, music, um, any sports? Or y'all going to get competitive? <laughs> yeah, eventually, yeah. obviously, awesome. you know, with elementary age school kids. Get the ballpark across the street. Well, I mean, exactly. <laughs> and Jill has uh, reached out to some of the uh, – the folks in our city to maybe help with some of that. And mm-hmm. she shared with that with me the other day. So it was, I thought it was pretty interesting. So Jill may can talk about that if that's okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I, and I, I would like to understand what your experience has been like with the uh, general reception of the idea, you know? Yeah. I think that's a, I reached out to Laura O'Brien over at the YMCA mm-hmm. in town. And we got a very enthusiastic reception of um, partnering with them to do some athletics with our students, Uh, whether that involves us taking our students there or they come our way. You know, we haven't worked out details yet, but we do intend to um, partner with them and try to provide some of that, at least in the short term. Hopefully long term we'll have, you know complete sports teams sure. and our own football field and all the things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, start with now, pickleball. I mean, we'll start with pickleball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wide open. Somebody needs to compute. Absolutely. In that, in that yeah. <laughs> um, a volunteer. Yeah. And then, you know, we also have a huge, um, tons of musical talent in our church. Cool. And so we oh. intend to share that with students as well. Yeah. Y'all are somewhat legendary in Zachary for your musical awesome. talent. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. All right, all right. Uh, you want to talk class size, or I mean, take this where you'd like. It, well, you you said something. You actually yeah. asked two questions. What was the re- some of the response in the community? I was letting you off easy. Yeah. Okay, no. no, I like I like that one. <laughs> right. I like it. Uh, you know, because here's the thing, Mike. Uh, I've had people ask me maybe the question like this: Why do you want to do a school? We have great schools in Zachary. Mm-hmm. And I will say, you're exactly right. We have great schools. It was the same question we were asked when we started the church here in Zachary 18 years ago. Uh, <laughs> why do you want to start another church? Is there's yeah. churches everywhere. Well, our thought was this is, you know, what? it's not that we want to start another church. We want to give another maybe option yeah. and maybe connect with people who might be maybe far away from God or whatever. And, and, and maybe present the gospel in a way that could be different than they grew up. And, and we say it like this, we want to uh, give life to, to the message. And it's the same way with the school. It's not like we need another school in Zachary. It's not that it's, it's something different. It's uh it's much deeper than that because we see there's, I mean, if you're living under a rock, you, you, you know, what's going on in culture today. Culture has changed dramatically. And I can talk a long time about that, obviously as a minister, but uh, we really feel like that um, we can offer something to the citizens of Zachary and beyond something that maybe they are looking for. 
and we're, we're hoping that we can uh, provide that. So right now the response in the community has been thumbs up. Obviously it's, uh, you know, it costs money to do it and that's always an issue there, but m- most all, most of all, we're having a great, great response. Yeah. We can kind of talk more practicalities, I guess, if you want. Um, we've had a lot of response for sixth grade and eighth grade. Those are filling up quickly. Yeah. Um, so we, we've got some enrollments coming in, and I'm just collecting those and trying to fill up classrooms and um, hire teachers as needed. But overall, I would say that we have had a, a really good response. Yeah, yeah. awesome. All right, <laughs> take a crack at this one. So discipline is probably the most talked about issue facing teachers everywhere. How will you handle discipline? Yeah. Uh, I know Silliman's got the old paddle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I went to school there. Wait, do they anymore or they not? Do. I they have do. a student at Silliman, <laughs> and I was faced I don't with get signing in trouble. the paddle <laughs> agreement. I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I graduated from Silliman. Did you ever get paddled? <laughs> he d- does have a look on his face about this. Senior year. Really? What? Did Was it to get into a fraternity, Actually, too? It was, or it, just... was, it was junior year, junior year. And yeah. 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 That's enough of that. They they did. They will put the board on you. <laughs> they do what they got to do, I just I guess. can't even imagine. I, had, I can't either. I had a buddy when I, I was growing up, and he would always come home and be like, oh, yeah, they, they made me kneel on rice again, hold buckets. I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? What? <laughs> what kind of school do you go to? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, hey. Well, uh, well, for them. <laughs> well, look, we'll, we'll have our rules, yeah. obviously, and there yeah. will be consequences if you break the rules. And, you know, we we're, we're, we won't be that strict Catholic school that just, you mm. know, knock you over the, the knuckles with the ruler. But yeah. more of working with the, the families that and their, their children and the moms and dads and trying to, you know, help discipline in a way that that is healthy. And yeah. there's a way to do it. And we want to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Sorry. There's just so many, like, absurdities to... <laughs> growing up and going to school that, you know, so many mishandled situations and opportunities that it just does kind of make me laugh. And y'all are handling all this so so maturely. I'm excited for y'all. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. So how did you guys recruit the best staff? And are y'all looking for teachers now too? Or how's that working? Yeah. yeah Jill can say, talk about so that. So we'll have a teacher application available on our website, mm-hmm. possibly this afternoon, if not by the end of the weekend. Uh, we have it ready. <laughs> we just got to get it posted. Yeah. Um, so we do have a couple of, you know, teachers that we've already got in mind, but undoubtedly we will need more teachers before the school year begins. How many teachers, uh, or I guess talk teacher to student ratio sure. so far? Yeah, so our yeah. class size is going to be at a minimum of five students and a maximum of ten. Mm. So it's very different from what yeah. uh, you're used to seeing in a large school system like what we have here in Zachary. So that'll be your teacher-student ratio. But, you know, everyone knows a good teacher when they walk in that classroom. Oh, yeah. I think it's something uh, that you can sense, and it's hard to describe. Uh, you can ask any student you know, and they'll tell you, or you can ask any administrator that runs a school, and they'll tell you who the good teachers are. It's an intangible sense of calling or a gifting that they have, I believe, um, and those are the teachers that we're looking for. Uh, of course, we're seeking certified teachers in their grade levels and, and subject areas, uh, but we're f- more concerned with their passion and their gift for teaching than we are their credentials on yeah. paper. Yeah. Um, and we also require, we, we expect that our teachers will have a strong faith and walk with Christ as well. 
right. All right. Well, tuition, fees, kind of hit all the high points. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> when when you got small classes and good teachers, you got to pay them, right? So yeah. um, I mean, if y'all want to talk tuition fees, it's yeah, if you want to send them to the website, we can as yeah. well. We can do that. They can just go to fellowshipchurchzachary.com yeah. and and pull that information up cool. because we're still, you know, deciding all of those things right now. Obviously. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, go check out the FAQ at, uh, let me pull up the website right here. Y'all probably have this memorized now. What is the website? FellowshipChurchZachary.com. All right. And there's a a special build out for Fellowship Christian Academy right there. I see it. Awesome. All right. And look, before we head out, talk growth plans for the future. And how are you going to uh, work, I guess, all these gifts and talents that these kids have into the, the community as a whole? Well, um, that's a great question. Because, <laughs> it's two questions again. You, yeah. you know, I like this. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, growth is, is something that I'm, I'm very interested in because, you know, probably like yourself, uh, you were born, you're, you're placed on this earth to, to one, to make a difference. And, and we know that growth is, is something that we want uh, for the school. And, you know, we have property there where our church is at. And yeah. one day we may build something. I don't know. But at the right now, you know, we're just looking at really year one. But we do see within maybe three to five years possibility that there would be uh, another facility there for the students and and other things that go along with having a great a great school. Yeah. And if there are any kids out there listening right now, um, how are the lunches going to be? Are they going to be tasty? Mike, do you know how to cook? We need a chef. <laughs> We're looking I was actually, for somebody. Yeah. My family uh, used to call me odd job. I, I did for a uh, stint. I figured that. Uh, cook at a at a um, summer camp in North Carolina for uh, a max audience of 400 kids. Look, it was really gonna, hard. We're going to have the best lunches. <laughs> yeah. The best lunches that you can have. Their mothers will cook it the for them that mama makes. and bring it home, bring it to the school with them. Okay, that's that, that's one way. All right, kids, get ready for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jill Gaspard, everybody, Star Hornsby, thank you guys for your time. You can reach them at, uh, why don't you, do you want to head it all to Jill at FCZ Zachary? fczachary.com fczachary.com let me try that again jill at fczachary.com or at 225-772-3017 office hours monday through friday 9 a.m to 5 p.m or whenever the spirit moves right thanks to our community partners who make this podcast the magazine and everything you see online possible and free you can support us by supporting them We are PNP, and from the bottom of my heart, I send my love to you all out there. Keep plugging along. Keep being the bigger person. We're going to keep our community strong by keeping it clean, raising our kids right, and being kind to one another. So thanks for joining us, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. Bye-bye now.